serving Hubbard's, Chester, St. Margaret's Bay, and surrounding communities. Five, six, seven, eight. And my name is DJ Topkick. Welcome to Buzz Wednesday, baby. Myself and Mad Dog Doug here oh, oh, for the next hour. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to 88.7 Cove FM or Cove Lawyer. FM. Lawyer. Every Wednesday from 1 to 2. Doug likes booth. Do, 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 do. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, another lovely episode. Today, as always, uh, we've actually uh, we're bringing back the yacht race results, so no one falls behind on who's first and last and anything in between. I've been waiting for those. That's what I thought, and also going to talk about uh, someone who shot a deer and consumed it in a very very interesting way, and also the negative side effects of positive. Thinking. Okay, I'm waiting for that one. Talking to the Gary. Okay, Doug, so this is what I have for the people. What do you have? I have, I'm going to talk a little bit about the buskers. Busk, hey there, busker. Hey, busker. Yo, hey, yeah, busker. go down to Halifax at the waterfront there and enjoy yourselves. And also, for you, anybody who's ever worked in a tavern or in a restaurant or in a public area that uh, you're serving, in Ontario, there's a big fight going over tips, and they named it Ontario Labor Fight the Tip of an Iceberg. Fighting for the tip, that's what she said. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Who would have thought we'd be fighting over icebergs? Yeah. Iceberg. Did you ever get a tip in, in your uh, job? Uh, yes, actually quite a bit. Really? A couple weeks ago, the whiskey emperor gave me a, a bottle of whiskey. Nice. Yeah. Did you give it back to the owner, or did you keep it for yourself? Uh, well, you own the company, so you kept it for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the big problem right now, whether or not they should give the tips back to the owner, or redistribute it amongst the uh, guys. Well, uh, let me put it to you this way. Okay. At the, at the garage, a customer comes in, gives the service manager a $20 tip, we put it in the coffee pot. Pay for the Christmas dinner. Pay. Which I didn't pay for. Yeah, it it pays for coffee for everyone. So, see, okay. everyone pitches in. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's cool. It, exactly. So, that's uh, that's how the tip works there. Yep. Um, I got the bottle of whiskey because I was very prompt on delivering the man's car in and out of storage whenever he wanted it. Right. I didn't bring the bottle of... That's a separate company, though. What kind of whiskey? Uh, it, it was Canadian Club. Well, that's not too bad. And eat liquor is good when it's free liquor. So <laughs> yeah. it was the best bottle. Free liquor is It was an amazing good. bottle. Yep. Yeah. Quart? 40. Wow. 1.14 liters for all you people. He, who... he thinks a lot of you. Well, either that or he's just, uh, he knows I'll be back at his place drinking it too. Uh. Gotta, might want to get a big enough bottle for the two of us in case he runs empty one night. Yes, sir. So you're going to be talking about tipping the iceberg over. Yes, Bub. Speaking of buskers, uh, did you go to the Apple Blossom Festival over the weekend? No. No? Too busy. Way too busy. We had one sunny day, and I got up at 8 o'clock in the morning, and I was out working till about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, do you usually go or no? I've been to quite a few of them, yeah, but that was when I was younger. They don't really change that much. Everybody's smiling, waving at the parade, and... 
apple blossoms all over the place. I would have just... Yeah, all right, don't say I told you so. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, I would have just been been going for the Ferris wheel and the food, how times have changed there, eh? Yes. Not going to, like, camp out in the middle of the lawyer or anything like that. I wouldn't want to camp out in this weather. No. Uh, and then the other thing I was going to say is completely forgot. But the, the good news is it's Buzz Wednesday today, Douglas. Yes. Yes, sir. And... Why get drunk on the weekend when you can get buzzed on Wednesday? Yes, exactly. Where is that uh, that little scamp anyway? Yes. Yeah, he kind of just left us high and dry here, winning his own awards other uh, places. I'm not going to speak to him if he calls. It's like Stephen Colbert running off the Col- yeah. off the, the Daily Show there. You're going to hold that all? Mike's got a piece of high-tech equipment here that yeah. he's holding. <laughs> yeah, it's the recording equipment. Last... Uh, Wednesday's episode, the the fancy recording equipment from yeah. there messed up, so the podcast didn't turn out. Yeah. I what did you try and listen? No, but I remember hearing. Well, no, it actually ended up working out here, but it didn't record properly. Oh. So, folks, anyone who uh, who didn't hear last Wednesday's, who tried to, sorry about that. I'm gonna try and fix last Wednesday's episode, but there was also something else I was gonna talk about Doug then this thing fell over oh yes that's right uh how was the skills competition that's what the you were skills competition was excellent and uh it was all for all of Canada Halifax has to be very proud of this they had huge humongous tents where, with all the skills uh, cooking skills electrical carpentry you name it and they had it and uh, yeah we should be really proud. Good. Uh, what was your favorite one? Electricians, of course. Well, I wasn't sure if maybe they cooked you up a big feed there, and maybe that that was going to be your favorite one. No, 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 no. That was inside the, uh, the rink area where they were doing that. It's too cold out in the, outside in the tents. Oh, okay, good. You you didn't participate. No, no. They just invite you as uh, alumni. Dignitary. Dignitary. Okay. Yes. All right, booth boy. <laughs> I'm not going to be any kind of dignitary here, am I? Yeah, we're working on it. Yeah? Yeah, I know that you're a flat earther, so that's a start. <laughs> yes. Yeah? Sure. Yeah. Who was it that uh, ran through here last Wednesday that was flat earth? Oh, jeez. I, 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 he's come in here several Paul times. or Bob? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, it was either a Paul or a Bob. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is DJ Topkick. This is Mad Dog Doug sitting across from me. We have another uh, wonderful episode coming up for you today. Uh, we're going to start things off here with a little doot to doot actually. And uh, I think, you know what? It's been a long time since I've listened to any Jay-Z. And I went through the trouble of downloading bunch of Jay-Z earlier, the old-fashioned way, mm-hmm. and importing it my Spotify, and I'm going to see if this works, and we're going to play a game of Lawyer Buggy here with, uh, this is called Guns N' Roses, Ooh. and it's by Jay-Z and Lenny Kravitz, All the right. album is called Jay-Z Unplugged, very, very good album, ladies and gentlemen, my name's DJ Topkick. This is the uh, the booth hour that you don't want to miss. 
Lenny Kravitz. And it's a heavy D production, you bastards. Does this sound good? Yeah. Is this kind of rap that you can listen to? Yeah. Different. Pretty good though. Yeah. back your You probably never would have thought you'd hear him with this. No. That's pretty well Some get chosen just like life. Guns and 
Wayne the pain. Wayne in the ass. Wayne in the ass. And how it relates to present day music. The Blues Connection, brought to you by Saltbox Brewery of Mahone Bay. He's a very self promoting person. You can talk to every Saturday morning. Yeah. <laughs> my music does, my music does. Yeah. More to both the rest of us, man. Need some help drawing attention to your new or existing business? There's nothing better than a fresh new look. Our customer's impression begins with a strong visual for your brand, and that is the first step to an attractive and successful business. At KJ Barrett, so did you ever find out uh, how much they, uh, the kitchen party raised? No, I didn't think it would be on a banner here. Oh, think, yeah. KJ Barrett well, that's a good question, though. To help you start Thanks, folks. We got 21000 online. I think last year I asked and it was not disclosed. CogaFam allows you to target the customers who live in the area that you do business in. We can provide quick and time-sensitive ad campaigns. No need to wait for the next issue, as with print media. Our low ad rates make radio advertising affordable for most businesses, and your advertising dollars stay in your community. For more information about advertising on CogaFam, call us at 902-800-8905. Or send an email to sales at covefm.com. Cove FM Weather. This is going to be a lot Cove of FM Weather is brought to you by Chester Golf Club. Enjoy the magic of a classic golf course. You been course. out yet? It is seaside. No. Nope. For Wednesday, increasing cloudiness, showers beginning in the morning and ending in the afternoon. Fog patches along parts of the coast in the afternoon. Rainfall amounts 2 to 4 millimeters. Wind becoming southwest to 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40 in the morning and a high of 12 with a UV index of 3 or moderate. For Wednesday night, cloudy with a 30% chance of showers late in the evening. Rain beginning after midnight, fog spreading inland, rainfall amounts 2 to 4 millimeters. Wind southwest 20 kilometers an hour becoming light in the evening and a low of 9. For Thursday, rain and fog with a risk of thunder showers amounts 20 millimeters. Wind wow. southwest, 20 kilometers, 20 millimeters. 40, and the highest swell that's today, tomorrow, tomorrow. So it should be sailing tomorrow. Rain, mm. low of nine. For Friday, clearing and a high of 17. After Saturday, sunny and a high of 17. Nice. Currently, it's 10 degrees. Nice day to have it Saturday. Yeah. You can check the weather anytime online at covefm.com. Thinking of new golf clubs? The Pro Shop at Chester Golf Club can help. Do your comparison shopping with us first and see what we can do for you. Remember, this is a member-owned Pro Shop, and we're competitive. Plus, if something's not right, we offer a no-hassle return policy. A variety of services are available, including custom-made clubs, club repairs, and several brands of grips, shafts, and spikes. Call the Chester Golf Club today, 902-275-4543. 
88.7 Cove FM invites you to become a member. Find out more at www.covefm.com. Welcome back to Buzz Wednesday. I'm DJ Top Kick, Mad Dog Doug here in the booth. That was just Lenny Kravitz and Jay-Z, Guns and Roses. Very, very good track by Jay-Z. One of my favorites. What's your favorite Jay-Z track? Well, I got a question for you. Where did rap start? Rap? Well, uh, I mean, I think the Sugar Hill Gang was one of the, made the very first rap song. It all started, like, it, they got their, their tracks and London, stuff. London, wasn't it? East oh, oh, where? Like, okay, I thought yeah. you meant, like, where are their roots? No, no. Sugar Hill Gang was from the States, I thought. I thought that, I don't know. All right, this is a question, you don't know the answer? I think I do. Okay. The East part of London. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Sugar Hill Gang, American Hip Hop Gang, 1979 was their first. Well, you know what? I don't know. This was the the song I thought was the first hip hop song. Okay. Who did you think was the first hip hop group? Do you know this guy? Uh, looks like we got a booth there. I don't know. Why? No, just like you did. Oh, okay. Well, Coming in here to punch you in the nose. Or you. No, no. <laughs> I'm starting to think it could be, could be you after... All these times. Um, no, I don't know. Even? Who did you think uh, was the band from England? Don't know. I can't, I can't remember the uh, the band. Oh, is this the guy who's supposed to drop off his CD to us? I don't know. Could be. You want to come on in, Bob? We've got a special guest here today. How you Hello. doing? Hello. How you guys doing? Good. I'm great. You're the paramedic. No, it's a different guy. No. This guy okay. just randomly gave me this. Oh, okay. Hey, you, guys, you know the Cove FM crew. Oh. Your name's Steve, right? Yes. Yeah, I know who Steve is. Well, we just got... Steve just delivered a CD to us. Comfort Zone. Where you going, man? we got to keep you here and embarrass you. He's oh. going to skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, you helped build the skate park, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, brought the skate park to Chester. Cool. Mm. Ladies Happy. and gentlemen, I need to go. <laughs> I like you. All yeah. right. Thanks for <laughs> dropping later, by Steve. this wonderful... Uh, Wonderful CD, Comfort Zone. Must be can we do a cut on it? on it? A what? Can we do a cut? What, like a line? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what Steve were we... was supposed to supply that, too, wasn't he? Well, it's kind you of hard to, to drop play off your the album, CD man? Case. Yeah. I don't even think it's his. Oh. No, it's just uh, someone asked him to drop it off here. Yeah. Terry Blakeney. Must be out of my mind. Okay, well, we've I, got I to see. I think we've got to do a cut of it later on. Okay, well, okay. Put, put it in the Gordon? Yeah. Okay. Uh, where were we? It was something very related. Oh, it was East London. That was the first place that uh, rap music started oh. from. And uh, I don't know, I think it was a Jamaican band. Well, that sounds Amon. Cool. Um, someone's probably going to gonna message in here soon and correct it. UK rap's been influenced by US hip-hop. British hip-hop particularly originated from London. Now, what is the difference between when did hip-hop come to the UK? Uh, in the late 70s, early 80s. That sounds like the same thing here. Yeah. British hip-hop. Okay, well... I'm not just another pretty face, you know. I do have a mind. This is sounding like when hip-hop started in yeah. America. Yeah. So... Well, uh, moving right along here, Doug, what's your favorite track by Jay-Z? Don't have one. The one that we just listened to. That sounds good, yeah. Yeah. So, have you, have you ever hunted at all? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. What kind of game? Uh, we went for bunny rabbits. Oh, okay. Deer are just too big, and, and I, I like deer. Would you use a 410? Uh, no, I had a 12-gauge. On a bunny rabbit? Yeah. Was there anything left of it? Not much. <laughs> All right. It was, a, it was my dad's uh, rifle, and uh, it uh, held three in a cartridge and one in the barrel. Oh. Very unusual. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's. I remember that's the first nice time man. did. Uh, he he put it to my shoulder, and pointed at a can that we put on a spruce tree, yeah. and uh, I was mm, eight years old. Yeah. I got everything but the can. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to fire a twelve gauge at eight. Yeah. So, uh, this man here, Francis Wharton, he shot a deer, over here. That guess how he ate it. Uh, put it on a spit. No. Francis Warden was an inventor and hunter who lived in the woods of Little Fort, B.C. in the 60s. He was far from civilization when he found himself needing a pair of dentures. Never at loss, Warden, a resourceful hunter and inventor who lived near Little Fort, shot a deer and guess how he ate it. Oh, uh, can I say what I think? I'll bet you like Hawaii that he dug a hole and put uh, hot rocks in there and, and put the deer in, in the hot rocks. Well, it doesn't say how he cooked it. Oh, but it, how he ate it? Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He used its teeth to make dentures for himself. Oof. And then turned around and ate the deer with its own teeth. He made a nice little set for a full upper denture, and his teeth are now on display at the Museum of Healthcare in Kingston. That's awesome. I think it was just an unusual man. He was proud of his ingenuity and didn't need to go pay for dentures like the rest of us. His teeth were made of file-down deer teeth put into a base of plastic wood and held into place with cement. A contemporary magazine article about him reported he used the teeth for three years, describing them as loose, dark, and dirty. He must have used a lot of polydent, followed up the lady from the museum. He was nicknamed the Backwoods Wizard, a fairly well-known eccentric in the interior those days. According to a 1960 issue of Guns Magazine, he survived a bear attack by scaring the animal off with a shot from just his twenty-two caliber rifle. The bear still managed to swipe at him with his claws. The experience inspired him to design his own guns and bolts that were massive handheld cannons to fight off any angry animals. He did just that. He killed eight bears in revenge after one killed his pet ram. And in a bizarre role reversal, he ate the bear meat with the deer teeth. Uh, John Taffin was a teenager when that story in Guns Magazine came out. Fascinated by Wharton's story, he later became a writer for Guns, and years later he wrote about Wharton. Uh, people like Wharton are slowly getting beat down by everything around us, but there's still a few of them left. He, probably, he was probably a product of the Depression, and like so many other people, learned how to make do. Good on him for that. Yeah. Just in case you're feeling rugged yourself, the advice from professionals is don't try that one at home. BC Dental Association says he can't even count the number of things wrong with that story. To try and get a set of dentures to fit in the mouth is hard in the first place. I can't imagine making them with deer teeth. This guy must have been brilliant. He said someone making their own dentures would need to make sure they fit right to avoid ulcers and painful sores. 
and would have to worry about whether or not the materials are sterile. Well, some a lot of this goes without saying. Yeah, well, that, it, it couldn't be any, sorry to interrupt you, but it couldn't be any worse than George Washington. His false teeth were made from wood. Did well, you, couldn't have been any worse. This yeah. might have been a little later in the world than, Could be. than his. But yeah. If you or someone you know needs dentures or is having trouble affording them, they should look for dental school or dentists who will offer payment plans. This is very sound advice this guy's giving. Yeah, for a guy who lives out in the woods with uh, nothing but a rifle... And an I old think hut. I did pretty good. Yeah. Pretty I good. don't think going out and killing a deer and making your own dentures is a viable option. I would not recommend it. Okay, disagree. Disagree 100%. Well, that's academia. They don't live in the real world. No, they don't. No. Booth catcher. Yes. Yes, sir. So, uh, what do you have on the calendar there? I have uh, a little story about uh, in Ontario. Tipping uh, is becoming very dangerous to do. Um, this is for the people who are servers uh, in taverns and restaurants and anybody that might uh, get a tip from uh, the public. And it says, An ongoing labor dispute at the Rainforest Cafe in Niagara Falls, Ontario, highlights a growing concern among hospitality workers across the country. Employer control over their tips. Unionized servers, bussers, and hostesses at the Rainforest Cafe have been on strike since early April. They are trying to bargain their first collective agreement with their employer, Canadian Niagara Hotels. Canadian Niagara Hotels owns the Rainforest Cafe location as well as several local area hotels and attractions. Tips make up a substantial portion of a server's income. Some uh, I know some waiters who can make up to four or five hundred dollars a week just on tips. Yeah, and yet, easily. Yeah, and yet prior to 2016, there was nothing in Ontario law that prevented employers from taking servers' tips for any reason whatsoever to cover breakage, theft by patrons, general renovations, and other capital investments to redistribute to other workers or simply to keep them. And contrary to the popular view, until view. Until recently, servers were not legally entitled to them. So that's um, tipping out is a new battleground. Tip sharing is not a new phenomenon. It has been described as a means of remedying the pay. I can't talk. The pay inequity between serving and non-serving staff. This certainly sounds laudable and is perhaps appropriate in some circumstances. After all, some non-tip workers, such as busters, kitchen staff, dishwashers may also face the precarious conditions, low wages, uncertain hours, and they contribute to the ability of the serving staff to do the job for which they were are receiving tips. So I guess it's going to court uh, who is the rightful owner of the tips. Yeah, when I worked uh, in the in the dish pit at Lord Nelson back way back in the day, see, some of the... the dish, some of the waiter, waiters would just give me literally two or three bucks a night. Right. But there was one lady who thought she had to split them with me completely. Right. Oh, didn't I like trying to get on every one of her shows? Exactly. Yeah. That's great. She just had the hots for you, man. You were charming and young. Oh, I don't know. She looked pretty angry every time she had to shell out half the money. Was that right? <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't until a while later that... Where was that? Uh, Lord Nelson, did you say? Yeah, on yeah. Spring Garden. That used to be a pretty good tavern. I used to go there. Yeah, now it's called 
the Victory Arms Pub. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it still had that name back then. So what were you doing? Oh, I was just washing dishes there. Oh. Yeah. Mind-numbing. Mind-numbing is right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think it's fair that the cooks don't get tips. Yeah, I agree with you. people are tipping the not ones, only based on service. As far as I'm concerned, they're the ones that keep the, you know, it, all they get, it's so easy. You just lift a bun. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> you know I, mean, I mean. And you can ruin the whole uh, restaurant. Well, yeah, but that <laughs> that's irrelevant. Anyway, I think that the cook and the server have an equally important job. The service yeah. is, is just as important as well, the food Well, let me supply. ask you a question. How much training do servers get? Well, not that they... Some of them can't be trained, right? It's either you're good or bad at it. Some people are born with it. Yeah, well, it takes four years to become a cook. Yeah. Yeah. But so, some servers could be serving for ten years and still be terrible. That's true. I'm yeah. not saying that one's more important than the other. I think it's very important I am to saying, get I, I think the cook is what, is what makes the restaurant, personally. Because some people leave reviews on websites saying delicious food, but will never go back. Service was terrible. Service was terrible, yeah. Or great service, terrible food. Yeah. Might go back and see how, and see if there's better crew in the kitchen that night. True. But they don't want to go back there if they have the worst experience ever with one of the waitresses in case they get her again. Mind you, I go to some places and I sit in a different section of the restaurant, so I know I won't get that. For all you people out there that won't return to a restaurant when the meal's great but the service sucks, just sit in a different section. True. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Booth Kid. Yes. Yes. So, uh, that being said, uh, well, Captain Midnight cooked up some very delicious burgers last night. Oh, uh, the Oklahoma? Uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, that's why I yeah. said Oklahoma. Yep. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, uh, maybe... And I never got invited. You didn't get invited. I think, I, I'm starting to understand now what you guys really think of me. We didn't have enough ground beef to feed everyone. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Or else. That's a good excuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the next company dinner is not far away, Doug. Don't worry. <laughs> Your next free meal is coming if you're concerned. Well, I am, actually. Yeah. Well, uh, I, wor- I worry about what you guys think of me. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Folks, my name's DJ Topkick. Uh, this is Mad Dog's Doug's last show. Oh. So, yeah. And I don't want him to cry, so we are going to play a song requested by him. You said you saw Bob Dylan live before, didn't you? No. No, you haven't? No. Okay, well. Where'd you get that from? I don't know. I thought you said you saw him live. Oh, okay. I know he's been to Halifax before. Yeah? Yep. Folks, this is Bob Dylan here on Buzz Wednesday. Do you know his uh, original name? Robert Dylan. Nope. Bob Zimmerman. I know. Yeah. You know Cindy Day's original name? Who? Cindy Day. Oh, Cindy Day. Uh, Cindy Knight? Cindy Lafayre. Oh. I can see why you wanted to change that. A lot of people say she's only the weather person because her last name's Day. No, the job came, then the last name. Myth busted. Do you know where he got his name from, Dylan? From his parents? No. Bob Dylan, he took Dylan from... uh, Got Zimmerman from his parents. No, he got Zimmerman. Gee, sweet, let me finish. No. Uh, Dylan Thomas, an English playwright. World famous. And that's where he got his name from, Bob Dylan. Ah, 
Okay. You're getting rid of our smart now. Well, I'm glad that I know that now. I am too. All right, we really got to cut to music here before this microphone Go hears for it. that it shouldn't. Bob Zimmerman here on Cove FM. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. from our communities talking to our communities. 88.7 Cove FM. The Trellis Cafe in Hubbard's is your destination Trellis. for real food. If you're a millionaire, we go to the Trellis. Yeah, we went there after local yeah. this last time. Yeah, what'd you think? Uh, I had a delicious anyways. veggie burger with fries and, yeah, yeah. and a beer. Yeah. Came to a little over 20 bucks. Which, uh, that's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, find us on Facebook and Twitter. Yes, the tavern would come to a little under 20. Trellis Cafe, 22 it would be like 17 bucks plus tax at the tavern. Here is the 88.7 COVID. Yeah, most of the burgers the there. The what was the, uh, the veggie burger like? World uh, at the trellis? Yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Upstairs they used tofu or, uh, I think, like beans. 
from 4 p.m. to 6 30 yeah, p.m. Yeah, chickpeas Tickets are $15 for, for adults, yeah. oh, really $10 good. for kids ages 5 to 12 years old. I don't old, know if I can handle it. Okay. I could go from chickpeas. Vegetarian and gluten free options will be available. And for tickets, call Karen at 902 275 1422. You can find a full list of community calendar events online at covefm.com. From Ingramport to Deep Cove, this Deep is Deep Cove. Cove FM. From my booth to yours, this is Buzz Wednesday, partners. Every Wednesday from 1 to 2 p.m. Yeehaw! DJ Duck Kicking Mad Dog Duck. Let me get at that horse. Mama's Sweet Tea. Race results. So uh, we had our. That's what I've been waiting all winter for. Yeah. Race results. So. Yeah. Uh, last Thursday we had the uh, absolutely bloody first race. A hey, the jolly good. ABF race, and there's uh, two classes for Thursdays this year. There's spinnaker and non-spinnaker, and first place in spinnaker. Uh, very. Big congrats to Dave Mosier with Coachman. And that was some IOD. And then we've got uh, first place in non-spinnaker, and that would be Sean Mulroney, also on an IOD. Almost like the IODs are good boats. What are you doing, Doug? I'm, I want to ask a question. Yeah. International I, One Design. No, no, not that one. Spinnaker and non-spinnaker. Can you explain that to me and the public? What a spinnaker is? No, what do you mean by spinnaker and not? I guess, yeah. What is a spinnaker? I kind of have a feeling I know what a, a spinnaker, spinnaker is. A spinnaker is a very lightweight sail used for uh, mostly downwind, sometimes reaching. Okay. And we've been debating for years whether to introduce it on Thursday nights. The boat that I race on when I can, uh, a J29 head games. Very much to our advantage on that boat, because in light wind, right. it takes a lot of momentum to get that boat moving. Yeah. And a spinnaker would do us wonders, because the spinnaker is very light. and it's The the spinnakers are the very puffy, beautiful sails that you see in pictures. Yep. How does that sound? That's you know what I mean now? I know what you mean. Yeah, those are the ones. Sorry I interrupted you. No, that's all right. Take, take that finger down. No, don't what? do that. What? What do you mean? Giving me the finger because I interrupted you. No, I never gave you the finger. This is the problem with uh, with radios. This that Doug can lie whenever he wants. Yep. Because I'm soon going to set up an Instagram camera here so people will know. <laughs> that would be cool on a radio. When you're lying to me. Yeah. That would be cool, wouldn't it, Douglas? Yes, sir. So, uh, the other thing I was going to say is... Saturday's race, which unfortunately worked for myself and worked for my boat that day, so I couldn't make it out on head games. Well, guess who got first on Saturday? Head games, skippered by none other than Terry Snare. And uh, second place, Yay. Ivan Fitch on his soling Hoonigan. Yay for Terry, though. Yay for Terry. Yeah. And third place, we had... Uh, patience, which is uh, a non such. Remember from last year. I think Ivan was actually out there by himself, though. Oh, sorry. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Ivan single handed that. So How? Two hands together for the single handed. 
That's one-handed clam. Yeah. It's a nice day for the home opener Saturday, however. But that uh, that kind of boggle, that's like sailing around the world uh, with just one person. I mean, that's a lot of work, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Yep. Could you do it? I, I couldn't sail around the world by no. myself. No. I mean, in a race, though. I mean, I, I could, but I wouldn't be good at it. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't have done as well as he did, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Kudos. Yes, sir. So when's the last time you were on a sailboat, Douglas? I was on a sailboat, uh, I think, seven years ago up in St. John River. I uh, went up to New Brunswick with the company I worked with, yeah. and we got taken out. And uh, You got taken out? Got taken out. On a date or a punch in the face? A punch in the Hello. face. Hello! It was a rough, tough St. John. Ah. Yeah, bad part of the river. Yikes. But oh. uh, it was beautiful. I really loved it. It was a, a big boat, 50-some feet, and... Uh, yeah, we rammed into the wharf. The owner didn't appreciate that. Oh, no. Yikes. Well, the other thing was, Doug, uh, what was the other thing that we had on the go there? Anyway, when was the last time you were on a boat? Uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. I had a beer out in my boat doing some work yesterday afternoon. What a big smarty pants you are. Well, I don't know. There's no other... Uh, no other explanation. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and I would also like to uh, like to wish on the the birthday list here, uh, the man that was in the building here last Wednesday. Yes, Doctor Octo, his birthday is coming up, and that is on June seventh. So, on Friday, he'll be kicking off his big birthday. When so he's thirty three. He'll be turning 31. 31? Yeah. Younger than you. Yeah, that's pretty old. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yep. Now yeah. you can say stuff like, hey, listen there, young feller. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also uh, also a big uh, happy birthday to uh, to a, sailing, a young sailing champion, Connor Mraz. He's, uh, his birthday's on Friday, too. I think he might have won uh, Blue Nose over Race Week last year. Not positive, but I'm pretty sure he did. A big happy birthday to Connor coming up, and uh, happy birthday to Bria Wood on, on I guess that would be Saturday. And where else are we here with the birthdays? Oh yes, uh, and another big happy birthday to my dad's cousin Gordy. Ah, uh, Gordy. Yep. Big happy <laughs> birthday to him too. Do you have anyone that we would wish to? No, I'm all alone in the world. Okay, you say that, but Doug's actually got plans every... So busy, he can't make it in here sometimes. True. Right, Douglas? Yeah. Is there uh, any restaurants but, or anything you wanted to call today? No, I was really surprised that you know you uh, knew Joe's Barbecue in Kansas. I just Googled it. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, I, I kind of want to maybe order some spices from there or something. It sounds like the lady there, she uh, she nice. had all the right answers. Yeah, she was very nice for an American. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, let's just... I lived in America. I know what they can be like. I love going over there. It feels like I'm in a big circus act. Well, it's so... You get known because you say thank you. You're Canadian, aren't you? I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one thing Americans... Let me tell you, when I used to pump you gas, tell me. my dad had, had an Irving. Yeah. The Americans always tipped. 
Yeah? Yeah. No joke. Yeah. Yeah. You seem surprised by that. Yeah, because down in the uh, States, it's usually, like in the restaurants especially, there's a gratuity section that you uh, just add on to it. There's no tipping. Well, what's wrong with adding... What? Isn't a gratuity a tip? It is. But what I'm trying to say, here in Canada, oh, I left $2 on the table for you. Yeah. Or, oh, here's, uh, you know, $5. You know, there you don't do that. That's embarrassing. You add, uh, just pay the whole bill. Yeah. And walk away. Okay. I'm, I, I'm missing something here. Yeah, you are. I am. So, you don't, what do you do? When you go down to Las Vegas, yeah. you uh, tip? Of course I tip. You go over and say, here's $5 for your good service. I add it on to the bill. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I did. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. How, well, what's wrong with doing that? What's wrong with adding it There's to the There's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that, but that's the way the Americans do it. Canadians don't do that. Yeah. Canadians will go and say, here's $5. I don't remember the last time I did that or anyone I was with. Everyone at, everyone that I'm with put that onto the, the thing because yeah. they play with plastic. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You're a cashless society. You're, uh, really, you're proud of like the couple percent that use cash, so. That, I don't use cash. Well, how do you tip? <laughs> Back then, it was all cash. Well, yeah, I'm I know talking exactly. almost close to 40 years. Well, how the heck am I supposed to compare my trip to Las Vegas with, with you going to a burger diner 40 years ago? It, was, it wasn't a burger diner. It was a nice restaurant. <laughs> okay. I used to go there quite a bit. Well, I Anyways, think we're talking apples and oranges now. I think we are. All right. Uh, we're getting off to a subject here. All right. Well, what do you have on the go there, Douglas? I have one more thing. Okay. Yeah. And it's about the buskers. All right. Busker. Are you going to go to the buskers this year? You know what? I'd like to. Yeah? Yeah. Can you believe this, though? It's the 33rd annual Halifax Busker Festival, and it is set for the Halifax waterfront starting Wednesday... Mark this down, July the 31st through to Monday, August the 5th. Performers will take to multiple stages along the harbor for six days of international and local entertainment, including Fraser Hooper from the UK, Jenny Jupiter, you remember her from last year, Canada, and Lisa Lottie from the Netherlands, Mike Wood from Canada, uh, Nathaniel Rankin from Canada, Dirty Hippie Music from Canada. Ruben dot dot dot. From Canada. Australia. From Canada. From Canada. Smarty pants. Rhythm Works from Canada. I didn't know they have all this lined up. Yeah. I thought you just kind of go there and it's there. Well, I suppose, yeah, they're, they're trying to sell their, their products. Um, I don't know, you maybe lose my spot. Uh, last but not least, the East Coast Amusements Midway also returns yes, with carnival rides yep. and games in the Salter Street lot. So get really loaded, get on the twister, and just puke your guts out. Yeah, when I was in high school, I went on uh, with the, the hang gliders that go around in a circle, and I threw up on them. <laughs> and I had an inflatable alien with me oh. and I got off and a girl that I was in high school with at the time said was that you that threw up on the ride the person who was on the ride with me yeah. didn't see it because they were on the outside oh. or sorry they were on the inside and as I was throwing up on the outside it went <laughs> anyway so I pointed at the alien and I said it was me 
And the girl, too, was with me on the ride, said, no, he didn't throw up because she didn't see it. It was all blowing the other way. We used to go, when the Americans were in town, American ships, yeah. and uh, used to go underneath the ride there, the spinner, remember the one that spun around and went in a circle? Well, these guys, they weren't used to Canadian beers, so they would have Uh-oh. four or five beer and puke. And um, in their pockets was uh, change, and it all came out. So yeah. we made a fortune. Underneath. Yeah, the carnies love those. Okay, last little bit here uh, for updates on schedules and other information. Visit, visit, guess visit, what? visit, visit, buskers.ca. That's a hard one to remember. Buskers. Yeah, so that's my last one. Oh, shows with oat walls, be amazed. Buskers, yep, 31st, August 5th. I, I do hope to, to go down there. Mind you now. you got to get there early to get a good seat, too. And a side note, uh, for people who like to bring their, their woofers out to eat with them, mm-hmm. Stainer's Wharf down there on Water Street, they'll let you bring your woofer in with you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember so, reading up on that one. Yep. And also, uh, the pint, if you're sitting outside, you can just tie your woofer on the other side of the gate and put yeah. her on the other side of the fence. So yeah. other woofer-friendly... I, I still don't think that's a very good idea because we were down to um, Lunenburg down on the front waterfront there. What's that restaurant that's right on the waterfront? They have a patio there. Anyways, I don't know. Can't talk about it. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, anyways, there was uh, oh about four or five dogs there. And this one poor dog, it was just not just a couple years old, a pup, really. Well, you got to have a backup plan. What's that? If the dog doesn't work out there, for example, Stella always likes sitting in the car, so it didn't work out at the pint, but it did at Stainers. Yeah. So, but, but the poor dog uh, just got terrified and tore off, broke uh, the collar, tore off uh, over by the wharf there. Uh oh. And yeah, not good. No, not good at all, Blair don't, Kaiser. Don't take your doggy into that kind of a situation. Well, uh, speaking of a situation, folks, after we play this doo doo. We are going to... Uh, I'm listening. We're going to listen to some... We're going to do some misconnections, Douglas. Okay. What do you think about that? Oh, I'm waiting for the plaid jacket and the blonde hair and the bus stop and Walmart. Perfect. I'm glad that you're as excited as I am here on Buzz Wednesday. My name's DJ Topkick. This is Bad Dog Doug. I can't Ooh. feel my face. I've been vomiting blood all morning, ladies and gentlemen. Join me Monday nights, 8 to 10. Rape. Strange Conversations with Rape. Up and coming East Coast and Canadian music, all those songs you love to sing along to, sometimes over the top, but always on the down low. Strange conversations with Rafe Monday nights, Rave FM. This is a good one. So, how many have we have you played today? How many what songs? This is the third. Born the middle son of a farmer in a small town southern man. Like his daddy's daddy before him brought up working on the land. Fell in love Who's with that? a small town woman and they married. Alan Jackson. Silly me, I should have known. Natural way of life if you're lucky for a small town southern man. 
Did you say you wanted some? Yeah, sure. That's delicious. Isn't it? Thank you. No problem. Oh my god. May I see? Yep. Now where did they take that picture out? It's nice to see the sun kind of coming out. Really? There's a wolfer. The dog or the woman? Ah, uh, now Douglas. Windsor Johnson. Track 7 and 8, recorded and produced at Phase 1 Studios, Toronto, Ontario. Doesn't say where the picture was. Are you going to review this before you play it? Uh, I'm not going to have time to play it. No, not today. I might be able to help. Maybe I'll go over it? I'm not going to be. I probably won't have time to review it. You want me to? If we have time, I'll give you the signal. No, I no. Next week. Oh, next week. Yeah, yeah sure. Don't you cry. God has a place in heaven for a small town southern man. And he bowed his head to Jesus. And he stood for Uncle Sam. And he only loved one woman. He's always proud of what he had. He said his greatest contribution is the ones he'll leave behind. So is your mom listening right now? Probably. Hi, Mom. <laughs> is your Carrie Caddy listening? Hey, <laughs> my buddy Carrie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. You two have a have it in for each other, don't you? He only has it. Small Town Southern Man, Alan Jackson. So much good music from Alan Jackson. That was a good one. Yeah, I don't know if you're a fan of him, but... Yeah.
very, very big fan of Alan Chattahoochee, Country Boy. Lots of good Laura Lee songs. Uh, you know what? I forgot that uh, I said I was going to talk about the negativity of positivity. But that just anticip the anticipation now is building. These days, the realm of spirituality and sometimes psychology can feel fake. Instagram and other social media are jammed with influencer posts about positive vibes, about not allowing negative energy or thoughts to get you to get to you, about surrounding yourself with only supportive people. Unless you live in a bubble or on Mars, this is not only unrealistic, but also a recipe for never growing or learning who you are. That's true. If you attempt to transcend or avoid difficult experiences, you can remain emotionally stunted. Spiritually-minded psychologists and teachers refer to this as spiritual bypassing. Like it or not, the ugly parts of our humanity are where growth can occur. In the words of Buddhist teacher, author, and, and nun, Pima Kodron. Feelings like disappointment, embarrassment, irritation, resentment, anger, jealousy, and fear are very clear moments that teach us where it is that we're holding back. They're like messengers that tell us with terrifying clarity where we're stuck. Many emotions serve as flags, indicating as opportunity for us to learn. Challenge, sorrow, change, discomfort, conflict, hatred, depression, and anxiety are paths to growth and change. Ah, oh my God, my anxiety. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I had anxiety. My medication, give me crazy pills, I have anxiety. We can explore and accept the parts of ourselves society urges us to keep tucked away. Painful or uncomfortable experiences enable to us to grow past our current emotions and spiritual states. Do you agree with this? No. No? No. You, Sorry. You like rainbows and... No, I, I think I come grew up in the uh, men's... Uh, society where you took pain and you just pushed it inside of yourself and you didn't say anything, you didn't, you know, you, you took it. Well, this, isn't, ta man, this isn't talking about being emotional. This is talking about uh, not everything's got to be fake and positive. There's reality. To yeah, but that's what I'm trying to tell you is that um, men of my era and before didn't do that. Didn't do what? They didn't show um, stoic. That's the best word I can use. Men were stoic. <clears throat> well, they didn't talk about it. This isn't saying to talk about it either. What's it saying then? I think that this is uh, saying that you don't have to sugarcoat everything like everything's perfect all the time. It's perfectly normal that life is BS. You don't have to, it's not a problem that. that that it, life is BS. Just accept it. Right. Do you, do okay, you agree I agree with that? that? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that it's reality. And that these these positive uh, Instagram posts and things like that are sugarcoating reality. Yeah. And they're, it's making people think that, that they're different than, than the rest. Especially for, children. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't like to see that because they're growing up in, like you say, a sugarcoated society. And boom, when they hit, get hit with it the first time. So, uh, this is where you'll probably agree. Fake positivity can perpetuate a lot of stigma, stigma around mental illness. Yes. Yeah. You're they, starting to sound like Donald Trump now. Fake positivity. Well, fake positivity, it doesn't... Yeah. It, it, you know, do you encounter it? All the time. Yeah, and I hate to see it, too. Yeah. I just, I just shut up. I just, yeah, okay, right. 
Yeah, people ask how I'm doing. I like to say, just hanging in there by a thread, humoring every moment. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and they say, oh, that's nice, and then walk away. <laughs> Encouraging someone who has clinical depression to focus on the positive is not helpful and can do more harm. This advice can bolster the feeling that they are at fault because they can't simply pull themselves up by the bootstraps. I tell people struggling with depression they are more tuned into the real human experience and emotion than those pushing the positive vibes only agenda. See, this is starting to make more sense to you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew I'd get That's about all there is to it. Then, then I hear, oh, you're so cruel. Why can't you be nicer? I'm just being realistic. <laughs> well, that's just it. I'd rather be realistic about the negative than negative about the realistic. Yeah, but academia from top of the administration. Oh, you can't do that. You can't say that. So that was the difference between the good and bad teachers I had in school. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, right here is no fairy tale. Uh, In India, a valiant dog saves owner from rampaging tiger. Sioni, Madhya Pradesh. The tribal youth in Madhya Pradesh, his Sioni district, will always owe his life to his pet dog. He distracted a tiger long enough for other villagers to come to his aid and drive away the marauding Big Cat Douglas. Big Cat Douglas. Pankang Gabi, 22. His brother and the dog were returning from the forest on Saturday as they crossed a row of dense bushes. The tiger who was there suddenly jumped at Gabi. Trying to defend himself, he took a heavy blow on his arm and partially on his head, but was helped by the dog whose barking stopped the tiger from going for his throat. Meanwhile, his brother shouted for help. As the villagers arrived with arms, the tiger slipped back into the forest. I had a near-death experience. The tiger stood over me, but before it could get at my throat, the dog started barking! This made the tiger step back and stand still for a while as it got distracted. Then the clamor of the villagers approached and led the tiger to retreat. Gabe, who was profusely bleeding from his deep cuts on his arm and head, was rushed to a hospital and now recovering. Forest officials have advised people not to venture into the forest since attacks by wild animals are common, are not uncommon, or the common, one or the other. Forests uh, near Sione and Chindwara around the Pank National Park, known for its rich fauna, particular the Bengal tiger, draw substantial tourist traffic from all over the country. So I guess uh, that is some sound advice if there's a lot of tourists going. Some around. advice that a lot of uh, uh, people in the, live in the jungle is that they uh, wear a mask on the back of their head. Tigers will only jump at you from above you uh, at your neck on the, on the, uh, when they see your neck on the back. That's a true story. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's also some sound advice well, for anyone going. Next time you're traveling uh, either in the jungles or in yeah. the woods around here. Wow, I know people a... who traveled to India. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I got a joke for you before we go. Wow, everyone grab the pillow. <laughs> Tell me if this is sarcastic or not. I'll explain and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. I think that's part of accepting reality. <laughs> also going in the accepting reality section of the show. Yes. Yeah. So well played. Speaking of well played, we're going to do one quick misconnection here. This one posted a day ago, Accidental Heightened Being. 
Oh, did someone put Shannon plants in on their sleep again, Clyde? So I hurt myself falling in the shower. It's my shower and my soap, but that's another story anyway. I tried to self-medicate, however, it didn't quite work. In my drug-induced psychosis, I ended up arriving at a well-known health center. I popped a few more pills and headed to the reception desk. On my way, I'm pretty sure I brushed shoulders with Robert Kraft. <laughs> uh, this is when things get fuzzy. I believe I was treated with a happy... Uh -oh. Patriots. You who, uh, okay, I'm just going to stop reading this one. You don't want to read it? No, no. Folks, if you want to read this, you can uh, go under misconnections. It's going to say accidental heightened being. I'll leave the show in utter suspense here. I can't wait. I can't feel my face. I vomited. <laughs> you know you're getting it. Do you have any closing words for the... Uh... Yes, be careful if you have diarrhea and take care of yourself. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, so on that note, anyone with an upset stomach, Doug wants you to take Pepto. Yes. Booth boy. My name's DJ Topkick, so thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. This is Mad Dog Doug sitting across from me in the booth. Booth is the truth. Flat Earth is not a curse. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to represent you with... It looked like you were going to say something. Yeah, I'm just going to say to Terry Blakeney, I'm going to review your uh, disc here, and we're going to play some of it next week, so tune in. Well, this ought to be wholesome. <laughs> Have a great, uh, from now to next Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the sunshine coming our way. Booth boy. Oh. Booth boy. Booth boy. Booth boy. Booth boy. Booth boy. Booth boy.